Welcome to the Keys to Leadership podcast. My name is Shiv and I'm the co-host of this podcast alongside Rashan. What's better than one podcaster? The answer is two of us. Now I've hosted the Shiv show for over three years now and Rashan has hosted Inspiring Design podcast for over two years. Together, our goal is to bring you interesting topics weekly to help you grow your leadership skills and challenge the status quo. Now buckle up and listen in. Here are the keys to leadership. All right, guys. Well, welcome back. Um, Today is going to be a pretty cool one. I believe this is now um, episode 14. This has been the 14th weekend. Wow. Um, Time's flying by so quickly. And this one's actually a bit of a... um, one out of requests a lot of a lot of people have uh, I know my students have asked me about networking and things like that so we're going to be talking about some pretty cool topic and something that is a bit similar to um, public speaking and you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of misconceptions there's a lot of fears and anxiety around things and uh, confusion so hopefully we'll be able to share our learnings and see what we can do Good stuff. Good stuff, man. I, I think, and just to add to that, it's such a great topic and it's something I struggled with a long, long time ago, back in, back in uni. Yeah. Wow. A long time ago. I'm, I'm old, but it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's super important that we talked about it. And I, I almost wish that, you know, when I was out of university, I had someone to, to talk about these things. Cause it was networking was kind of new, right? It was just kind of like saying, Hey, go and network. But mm. what does that actually entail? And what does that actually mean? Yeah, that's the hard part. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is actually really interesting because I've run a couple of um, networking workshops, not not um, not like pyramid schemes type thing. It's literally how to teach yeah. students how to network, because some people do think that, you know, it's networking. You're, you're talking about some pyramid schemes like, no, no, that's completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so, I, it's funny. Uh, you know, I, I, I told you right before we jumped on the call, I, we smashed Instagram this week with with. Um, questions and, and all that sort of stuff talking mm. about networking and a lot of people came to me saying that networking is like inauthentic and so i want to get your thoughts on on that sort of stuff but man let, let's talk about let me i guess question to kick it off to you first like mm. why do you think networking is actually so important yeah well networking is actually where you build your network it's it's literally who you know that counts in the end and you know especially coming from an architectural industry where it's and, and other similar industries where it's pretty much who you know nothing's about you know, until you get recognized, um, your network's going to be able to leverage a lot of things you can do. And especially if you're in business, absolutely, it's 100% where your first clients are going to come from, where your partnerships are going to come from. And the more and more you develop and design that to suit your need, the the better leverage you're going to have and, and more impact yeah. and reach more people. So it's, it's as simple as that for me. And what about you, man? Yeah. Oh, that's a great answer. And just to mirror that, I think it is, you know, when you look at networking, it's about developing skills. It's about learning new, new things, meeting new people. It's exactly like mentorship that we talked about last week. It's being open to that sort of mentorship because anybody that you meet while networking, you could learn something from. And yeah. that's the most important part. And, you know, again, we talked about this last week. It's so unhealthy to walk around thinking that you know everything, right? And you can't, if you go to a networking event, you're not going to be the famous person doing that, right? You got to yeah. go and actually keep your mind open and be open to different sort of conversations. So I think that, um, you know, if, if you have no structure when you go into a lot of networking events, then that, mm-hmm. that could be actually pretty bad that you have mm-hmm. to have some sort of structure and yeah. we can talk about that um, pretty soon. But I think to that question, just be open. 
That's be open minded and walk into these events and guaranteed you're going to be making some contacts for sure. Yeah, that's it. So tell me, what do you, how do you network, man? What did you used to do and what do you do now? Uh, <laughs> let me, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a story about networking and, and, Whenever I say this now, people don't believe me. And we actually had a chat about this uh, during work today. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm an extroverted introvert. Or at least I was an extroverted introvert, right? You laugh. And maybe I'm now an introverted extrovert. But I and, and you know, my fiance, my friends, they don't believe me when I say it, that I'm, I'm probably more introverted because we're doing all these things. Mm -hmm. But it, it is true. And in, in university, I was, I was such, super quiet, such mm -hmm. a quiet person. Mm -hmm. Quiet to, to my standards of, of being quiet, maybe loud to other people. But um, I remember that I, I did. I went to business school. All they talked about was the importance of networking and the importance of meeting new people. And um, I never knew what that meant. I never knew how big of an impact that could have. But all of our teachers and our professors said, you need to network, go and network. And we started you know, going to these events and I just kind of stood there awkwardly. And then by the end of the night, I didn't talk to anyone because I didn't actually go up and start a conversation. I would just kind of stand around, you know, the awkward, just, you know, standing there nodding. <laughs> and then trying, speak to the people you know. <laughs> well, speak to the people you know. So then you know, that was unhealthy. You, the four or five people that you went with, you stick to them. But I mean, standing there nodding, trying to get into different conversations, but not really knowing how. Mm. Um, so when it came to, to social situations, I actually needed to warm up a little bit. I needed to actually like, Prime, like Tony Robbins talks about priming himself. I used to try to like yeah. prime myself, warm up to go to these social events. Um, but university actually forced me to do it because, you know, as you know, schooling, there's so many more networking events that, uh, that you have on, on a weekly basis than you do probably at work. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think that, and the best advice that was given to me that kind of made me realize how important networking was, was that every conversation is an interview no matter who you're speaking to, no matter where you are, again, you can be at a grocery store. Like we spoke about last week. That was a very cool story. You yeah. don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know what sort of skills you're going to pick up. Um, and you don't know what sort of relationship that you're going to create and, and make with, with someone. Right. So, and that goes um, back to that personal branding uh, um, yeah. topic a few weeks ago. It's literally, you are who you are when you're speaking. So, 100% yeah. of the time it's, it's, you're putting out an image and you are networking at the same time you're, developing a brand. So all of those things happen at once. Yeah, absolutely. What about you? So talk to me about your networking journey. I mean, was this always a kind of a second nature to you or did you have to develop it? Well, the funny thing is a lot of people, we, we've done many different personality tests and actually I'm 100% an introvert as well. And every single person that meets me, they're like, no, 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 you're an, you're an extrovert, man. Like maybe you took touch wrong. It's like, redo it, you know, yeah. try the disc profile, try Myers-Briggs, all of them. And they all point to an extrovert, but I'm relatively close to the board. Right? It's, it's pretty balanced in that, in that aspect, but by nature, it's an introvert. And, um, it's really funny because I started, I don't know why, but whenever in university we had like a guest lecturer or someone came to class or whatnot, I used to just go in after their business card and yep. don't know why it was my way of going. All right, well, if I can go ask for his business card, he's not going to say no. And then he's going to know yep. me. Right. And there's 700 other students. This is slightly 
different and be able to stand out. So I used to do that. And my mates used to ask me, why are you collecting business cards? And I'm like, I actually have no clue. Just did it because there was an inkling, right? But but I realized later that came in handy. And I'm actually looking at a pile of business cards that's been used in the last, you know, six months alone. But it was about developing relationships. and, And for me, then networking is actually about then going to places and not asking for a job, you know, back then, you know, the university tells you after you go and network, go find a job, make contacts. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, what happens when you go there? What do you, do you just ask for a job? Like, do you have an opening? Yeah. Like there's no one's going to give a crap about that. Like, and so what I found out that you need to, it's kind of like dating in a weird way, but you yeah, talk, absolutely. you talk about them, you add value literally as simple as that for me. So and then follow-up techniques. And I've built on that later by adding how to um, read personalities, like body language and how they speak and things like that, and then add that onto, you know, breaking the ice techniques that work for different different methods. So then you, you're over that difficult, anxious part where the first 30 seconds, you know, you, you know you're about to, you've just met someone, you've, you've gone past that. So then it's a matter of just being yourself. So yep, that took a while. That's been, this is what, like about 10 years now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're right about networking being like dating. I think, I think it, the whole point is to like leave, make sure that person leaves thinking about you, right. Thinking yeah. about how you differentiated yourself. Hopefully not like so, a date. Night. It, could, it could be kind of creepy, I guess, but um, <laughs> it is so important, right. It's so important that, that you need to differentiate yourself from the 700 other university mm. students. Yeah. And I, you know, I used to do the same thing you did and getting a business card back then was like success. You're like, Oh my God, yeah. I'm, I'm successful <laughs> because I got a business card. You probably never do anything with it, but that was success. But it, it was almost a stepping stone, right? It's, mm. it's, to me, it was a stepping stone because um, at least we had that conversation. And at least if I ever meet that person again, I can say, hey, you know, you and I met uh, a yeah. year ago at uh, this conference hall, right? And yeah. we spoke about this and this. Who knows? Maybe they'll remember me, maybe not. But you're right, man. It's like, uh, hopefully, it's like a good date. Yeah, absolutely. And you know the funny thing? I, I've actually done that. We had this lecturer that came from Singapore and gave a lecture from um, uh, on, on resort designs and whatnot. And this was in second year. And I went ahead and actually messaged him. I think he was about five years after university. And you know what? He's only delivered two lectures. So he had a vague recollection after like eight years after the actual lecture itself. So it uh, goes to show people do. It does make an impact. And all I did was say, thank you so much. Can I have your business card? Because I'm interested in what you said. That's literally it. And eight years later, that still was in his head. And was willing yep. to work forward. So, to, coming from an Absolutely. introvert, how do you know what to talk about? How do you run, how do you not run out of things to talk about, questions to ask? Does there always have to be an, an agenda? Yeah, look, that's a good question, man. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> okay, so you know, I think that you need to be careful because you don't want to come off as you know not being authentic. You don't want to come off as you have an agenda. Yeah, but. At the end of the day, you're there to build a relationship, right? So if, you know, if, if, they're, if they're an industry expert on um, plastic, you'd probably want to do a bit of research, um, you know, before going into it, right? And I have some tips for, for introverts, actually, that mm-hmm. I want to go into um, a bit later. Yeah. But, you know, I think that regardless of what networking event you go to, sometimes you don't know who you're going to meet. 
But if you do have an idea, do a bit of research, you know, warm up, like I yeah. used to do, warm up, do a bit of research and give it a shot. Just try, right? A lot of mm. people will stick to the three to four to five people that they know, mm. but just give it a shot and go out there, right? I, I think that people aren't going to judge you on, you know, the awkwardness or like the questions that you ask. They know we've all been in those shoes. Now, now people want to network with us. Yeah. So if it's a university student that comes up all awkward to us, we're not going to be like, get away from me. We're, we understand <laughs> we were that university student a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that if you do run out of things to talk about and you have those awkward pauses, that, that's totally fine, right? Mm-hmm. And usually if the other person's an extrovert and you're an introvert, they're going to fill it up with, they're going to ask you questions and they're going to fill it up. Right. So networking is also a two way street. A lot of, a lot of, and you know, mentors and mentees, right. A lot of mentors go there to meet people as well and learn new things. So I think networking is a two way street as well. Yeah, definitely. And for me being an introvert, I actually, depending on how serious one uh, an event is for me, I will actually do the research beforehand and kind of have a, uh, game plan on how many people I want to meet and what are the, what are the priorities? So I would literally work down a list of people and just quote yeah. unquote work the room, you know, like literally yeah, yeah. five minutes pop and just, and just bang, 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 meet, get some contact, make, make a bit of an impression and then, and then move away. So you don't need to worry about an awkward silence later when you bump yeah. into them, they they already know you and you can, I usually follow that up with some sort of a, um, how do you call a follow-up. So if they're, like you said, if they're into plastics, link them something the next morning or on Monday morning with, with some article about plastics that you found interesting, not asking for a job at all. You know, you're not, you're not um, asking for, it's about them. You're showing interest in them. It's simple as that. And and introverts can do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day, you're building a relationship, right? You're trying to find that common ground that you, and, and at least a topic that you can talk about. So then next time you meet, there may not be that awkward pause, right? We've exactly. had, man, I'm the king of, I'm the king of awkward pauses <laughs> during conversations back in uni, man. I would have no idea what to say. But yeah. now after years of failure, you grow and you, you get stronger actually having conversations. Um, but, you know, networking makes you noticeable too, right? It, it'll, again, like we talked about, it'll differentiate you from those 700 other students at university. Um, it gives you a new avenue for opportunities, I think, yeah. that, say for this plastics company person, if you're chatting with them, who knows, right? I mean, maybe they have, if you're interested in marketing, they have a marketing department, maybe they have an HR department. It's all about building that relationship and then finding out later on what they're doing. Exactly. Um, I also look at my, you know, my network as a resource library. Do you do mm-hmm. that as well? Absolutely, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's a go-to, you know, whenever I'm thinking about a new idea, the first thing that goes through my head is who do I know that I can contact and run an idea by, test it, see you, talk to them about it, maybe collaborate. How we started the live was literally in the same way. Who's going to be good for it? Shiv, perfect. First person on the list. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's, that's exactly it. Also, um, networking helps you grow your self-confidence, right? Yep. You get shut down, man. I, again, king of awkward pauses. I would get shut down all the time. Mm. And eventually I, I built that wall and I'm like, all right, well, that person shuts me down. I'm going to walk over here and talk to that person and then that person and then that yep. person. And exactly. then eventually you get better and better and better. But the key is to not get, don't get down or don't get discouraged if the one conversation doesn't go right. And it goes back to everything that we talk about every week when it comes to failure. If you mm. have that one failure, 
who gives a shit? Yep. <laughs> Go yep. and try again and, and yep. switch it up and do something else and try again. So to me, it's, it, it really did help build my confidence. Absolutely. And, and if you have that, you know, uh, mentality of no, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain, especially if you're a student or someone starting a new business, you literally have nothing to lose you, and everything to gain. So if you, it's about reframing that mind, then you, you can talk to whoever, ask for whatever, and yep. there's no downside and yep. no chance of failing. <laughs> now, I, hey, I said, imagine if you actually, imagine if, if you've actually like accidentally spilled the drink on them. That would be pretty bad, right? But hey, I reckon we can turn that around. You literally make it the best story 10 years from now going, hey, man, remember the first time I met you, man? I, oh, man. Correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And I, you know, again, personally, I've probably done that to quite a few people. So, uh, <laughs> hey, man, why, why not? Um, I did say I was going to leave this to later, but I'll talk about it now. And it's, yeah. it's tips for introverts, right? And this is stuff that I used to do, and I wrote them down earlier. Mm. So if if networking doesn't come natural to you and if you, you are awkward when talking to other people and if it doesn't come to second nature, like I was in those shoes as well. And mm. some of the things that I used to do was, was the buddy system. And I would go with a friend because I know we talked about not sticking with that two, three people that, you know, yeah. but if going with someone and you know, close friend or family member, or whoever coworker makes you feel more comfortable, mm. then do it. We had uh, we had one of our leaders today do a do a speech at work, and she talked about um, being an introverted extrovert. And she also mentioned that when she first started presenting, she always buddied up with someone. So she would never do a solo presentation; she would do it with someone because she fed off their energy. That's how she got her energy. So, yeah, you know, the same thing goes with networking. And I used to do that too. I used to pull one of my my buddies to go with me all the time. Mm. And if I see if I see him chatting with other people, I'll be like, all right, you know what? If he can do it, I can do it too. I'm going to go chat with this group. And yeah. it just gave me a bit more confidence. So buddy systems, number one, mm. um, this is going to sound, Oh, I'll, I'll leave that one for the, for last. Cause it's a bit fluffy. The second one is if you are introverted, especially now during COVID mm. online discussion groups, are going to be your best friend? There's so many online forums. There are so many online chats, discussion groups that you can actually join. And you can still meet really cool people that will help you out in your yeah. career or, or develop new skills. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the third one is, and, and I'd love to hear your comment on this. And I, it, it definitely has helped me is when you go to these events, smile. Oh yeah. That's not fluffy at all, man. Smile. Definitely. Yeah. And I actually, I learned that the hard way I'd go there, you know, back in the day when I was, uh, when I was gangster shiv, I used to go in and just, just, mean, just mean mugging people, you know, just, yeah. just mean mugging people. Yeah. And I realized I'm like, no, no one wants to talk to me yeah. probably because I look like I'm going to start, start a fight with them. <laughs> and I, awesome. I started, I started changing that up. And then now like, you know, when you walk into a room, you smile and automatically people are going to be um, pulled towards you and pulled towards your energy. They're yeah. going to want to come talk to you. you no. Know? So smiling, I think it really helps. Definitely. And, and you know what? It's, it's funny because people, people say that it, you're kind of networking even on, on your social media. If your LinkedIn photo is one where you look pissed off or you've got, a, you've got sunglasses on and you're hiding, it gives off so much more of a vi- negative vibe, less of an approachable vibe. And it's the same thing in person, right? If, you, yeah. if, you, if you're pissed off looking or if you're not smiling – Someone else isn't going to want to network with you, so you're going to have to do more work. So why make it harder for yourself, right? And absolutely, that's a that's a good one. 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a quick tangent, a quick side story. I remember in, I was in grade seven and I remember I used to walk around like my, my eyebrows used to be like this the entire time. <laughs> and I remember, and I, I look literally, I'm writing a test. I'm going for lunch. My eyebrows were like this the entire time. And I remember yeah. this girl came up to me and she was like, why are your eyebrows? Why do you always look angry? Like, why do you, why do you do that? And then I kind of was like, I kind of was like, Oh, like I had a realization. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. I can actually look normal. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's my side story and it helped me. So thank you to that girl who called me out on it in grade seven. That was, that was some, that was really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now look, look, those are the kinds of things that make a big difference. One of the questions I asked was how do you network and where do you network? What are your thoughts on that? I reckon go for the where first maybe because how is a little bit, you know, generic. <laughs> uh, man, I, I, everywhere, anytime, any day, any minute, uh, I think, again, like I said before, regardless of any conversation you have, it's always treat it like an interview, right? Yeah. Treat it like an interview. People want to know about you. People want to learn about you. People may say, hey, Shiv, Rashan, um, hey, love what you guys are doing Wednesday nights. You know, I want to introduce you to this person, that person, this person. And we may, we, it may just be a friend that we you know, are an acquaintance, right? But what I mean to say by that is you never know where your network is going to take you. So mm-hmm. I think that... Um, I guess that's a pretty generic answer is anywhere, anytime, any place. But again, look for the online forums. If you don't want to go out, especially during COVID, yeah. Yeah. Um, look for your university alumni or your high school alumni. Or um, if you work at, a, you know, I work at Cisco. Cisco has a bunch of different groups uh, where people come together and, and that's really awesome. So for, you know, if, if you don't work in corporate, that's fine. Find groups. There are so many free groups out there that, you know, people just want to meet. Yeah. So I think there's, there's no excuse that you shouldn't be or you can't find a place to network. Yeah, definitely. One place that a lot of, a lot of us don't look for is just your phone, just your contacts. Well, what do you have? There's probably, you know, at least a couple of hundred people there that um, majority of them, other than maybe about 10, 20 people that you call or text on a regular basis, Reach out to the others. Maybe they were people that yep. you met two years ago at a, at a business conference and you didn't have a business card, so you literally put that in. That's part of network. Yep. So it's it's anywhere. I absolutely do agree with that. Um, if, you're, if your approach is to tailor that a little bit more and you know, if you're trying to gain clients or if you're trying to build partnerships, so obviously if you're, where do your target customers go? Go and go to those events. Go to those forums online. Go to... Uh, Go to, go to events, simple as that. And if, if they're not there, look elsewhere. Where are they? <laughs> yep, yep. I want to quickly talk about uh, networking in the corporate world because we, we talked about networking in, in university and, and post-secondary, but yep. networking in the corporate world is, is so important, right? And I think that, um, you know, we, we've both done the corporate thing and um, – Obviously, with, with, with the corporate side of things, it advances your career so much because mm. we all know that, yes, you can do the job, great, but if you can do the job and you sit in the corner all quiet, you're, not, you're limiting your opportunities, right? So yeah. what do you have to say about that? I mean, again, it's, it's, it's about who you know, but what do you have to say about advancing your career? Oh, look, if, if, if you don't know how to network, you, it's, it's going to be very hard for you to progress uh, through, or you better be bloody good at your job quietly in your, on your desk. And when we yeah. mean bloody good, it, it's going to have to be next level prodigy, next director of the, of the company that they've been looking for the past 100 years type work. But even then, yeah. 
if you if you look at the people who are leading teams, leading organizations and companies, they're all people who know how to talk to people. They can lead people. They can build relationships. Um, they can manage people. So it's all mainly people-based, right? So you actually need to do that within your industry. So within your corporate environment, if you can't do it, hey, hey you're not going to be very much of value. Uh, and it's going to be harder for you to be standing out because I'll, I'll use an example. Like in architecture, uh, the first prerequisites that they ask for is you got to know Revit. Revit is the software, the CAD program that we use on every basis. But it's everyone in every university going through and graduating across the world knows Revit, and a 12-year-old with access to YouTube can learn Revit, right? Yeah. I, I knew Revit just enough to open the program and get through it, but I looked at it like if I'm a person who's bringing in value to an architect, architectural firm and clients, that's more valuable to the directors, to the company, than the, than the 100 million people that they can replace me with, right? So it, it, makes you, it makes you more valuable. So in, in corporate, and if you're running your own business, if you can't network, you're, it's going to be very hard for you to leverage. Whoa, lights went off. <laughs> oh, um, absolutely. But it's simple as that. So it's more important than in, in, than in university for you to network in corporate. Yep. Yeah. And I think that also with, with networking, it, it's helped me even uh, gain a different perspective for jobs that I thought that I wanted. Yeah. And then I realized after gaining a bit of perspective, I don't want that job anymore. Right. There were titles that I wanted to go for or avenues that I wanted to go down. And I think after networking and building a network, you cut, you quickly realize that actually I don't want to go down this avenue, but maybe I'll choose that way to go. Yeah. So I think that, you know, again, networking at work, meeting new people, talking to them about their job, their role, their story can kind of change, you know, uh, change your angle and in, in, in which the way you want to go for corporate. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Let me know what you guys okay, think so about being authentic and playing the game. Oh, absolutely. We actually covered that. Yeah, yeah. That, Larry, that's a great question. And that actually had to do with my, my next question. And this was, you know, how much networking is too much? At what point are you not being authentic? And what point do you think you're using people? Um, so it kind of ties into the, yeah, that exact question. What do you think, Rashan? Yeah, oh, that's a bit of a tough one um, because I don't think I've hit that because I actually think I personally don't network enough because yep. I think when if people are starting to starting to get uncomfortable, change relationships, and they're they're you know um, the vibe is different, the body language is different, the messages you're getting is different, the return is different. You're yeah. probably either overstepping or doing something wrong. So it's probably it's it's probably that that's a good indication of a time to sit back and do a reassess, which is what my approach would be. But um, I actually think I need to network more because every single time I put in a little bit of effort, it's always pivots, shifts in a positive way. Um, yeah, I don't think I've hit that barrier, man. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a good question, um, Larry and. You know, Larry and I actually talk about this. So Larry and I work on the same team at Cisco and we, we talk about this all the time. And when you look at playing the game, um, there's only so far that you should really be playing that game, right? Mm. I mean, we all have to make sure. And I, I play the game to the point where I'll make sure that I'm civil with anyone, right? I'll make sure that I'll, I'm civil with you. Mm. As long as you know that we are actually allowed to disagree on things, right? Yeah. Before, yeah. when I started my, my career and I was brand new into sales and in the IT industry, man, I would do anything you tell me, 
right? I would do anything you tell me. You tell me I'm wrong. All right, I'm wrong. You tell me the sky's red. I'm like, all right, cool. The sky's red. I, I don't, you know, I wouldn't second guess it. And now after years of experience, I'm just kind of like, actually, you're, you're 100% wrong. It doesn't mean that I don't respect you. It doesn't mean that we can no longer work together. It just means that we disagree. So I think that um, there's an aspect of playing the game in the corporate side to make sure that you're civil. Yeah. And you also don't want to be the person, you know, causing issues all the time because then you're just toxic, right? Yeah. So you make sure you're playing the game to the point where you're not toxic, but also make sure that the people around you know that you have your own voice and you that then that is a loud voice. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I think, um, and then we can probably do a, an entire hour on that uh, that topic, but I think it's really important. And it, yeah, sorry, man, definitely because and and it comes down to I think that word I was just thinking while you were speaking was the it's empathy. If you have empathy for the other person, then there's no reason for you to get toxic, and there's no reason for you to overstep boundaries. And if it is genuine empathy, no, any human being will always connect with you. Corporate, outside, personal, sports, recreational, whatever. It's still gonna it's gonna be yeah. I think that element. Um, mm-hmm. business industry, you've got to play the game, but I think you've got to do it with, with empathy as well. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, now what about this? And someone actually asked me this question. Oh, before I do that, what about using people? At what point do you think you're using someone? Because at the end of the day, we are always networking for, you know, it's, it's selfish, right? We're networking to get something out of it. Of course mm-hmm. we are. We're not going to lie about that, but so is everyone else, Right. So is everyone else. There's always an agenda. So what do you think about that, that fine line between, you know, I guess authentic networking and then using people? Oh, look, I think it's even, do you mean specifically in the corporate world or do you mean anywhere? Anywhere, anywhere. I mean, I'm talking university, you walk into a university networking event. um, You know, what are you really doing there? Right. I mean, of course you want a job. Yeah. Of course that person may be looking to hire a university student. So there's a give and take, right? So yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think, look, if in any context, if you are not, uh, if you're using someone, then it's most likely not going to work out or it's not going to be something sustainable. So it, yep. there's no value in even wasting your time by doing that. So if, if you're networking, you're there to, for me, you're there to build value. If you're not there, if you're there to build value, then most likely you're going to get your whatever secondary objectives covered, which might be in university, might be get a job, it might be a sale, it might be a partnership, whatever. But if your primary focus needs to be how to build value for other people, 100%, that might literally be just listening to something that they have to do. I had a barbecue yep. on the weekend and, 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 and he became a client now because literally met him for the first time and he literally just needed someone to rant about his relationship problem. I didn't even know what he yep. did. And by the end of it, it was like we were, we had been best mates for the last two years. And all of a sudden he reaches out to me. He's like, Oh mate, you know, I've heard you do these kinds of work. Can you help me out? I'm like, absolutely. Let's talk. Boom. Yep. Zero intentions of actually him being a client or making a sale. But mm-hmm. all I did was just listen. Right. So I don't know. It's, it's for me, it's simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Larry, comments, and, and, and it's, it's hard. It, sometimes it's hard, right? Because okay, if you get, again, with Larry and I in that corporate environment, um, integrity sometimes doesn't go that far. Or at least we think it doesn't go that far, but mm. 
to be honest, we, I try to bring that back into everything that I do, right? My relationship with my customers, relationship with my partners, the people that mm-hmm. I work with, um, there has to be that integrity and it has to be that respect. Otherwise, I'll see you later, right? I'll see you later. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go and do, I'll go and find someone else to sell to or someone else to work with. And I've been exactly. ruthless in that in the past, you know, couple of years, especially in my career now. And we've earned that, Larry. We've earned that, man. We've been doing this too long. So we've, uh, we've earned that right. Um, Rashawn, question for you, man. So trusted circle versus building a, a huge network. What do you have to say about that? I think, your, personally, I think they're two different things. Your, your inner circle, your trusted circle are just the people that you trust your life with. You know, that might be your family. It might be some friends. It might be extended family. It might have hey, one day be clients that turn into friends, whatever. But I think your network can be as big as you can actually handle it because the potential that comes with a good network is endless. It's, it's yeah. simple as that. So it's, um, but your inner circle is where you're, I think, where you're safe in, in, from, a, from a psychological point of view, I think. And it's people you can literally rely on for anything, whereas your network can be mixed of different things. It might actually be some toxic people, but that have some benefits. So you could find a win-win for them. Don't know. Might yeah. make sure that all the legal end of things are properly done. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's, um, to me, they're two different things, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I, I think that if I look at my network, um, you know, the, the friends that I have in my, my close circle now, my trusted advisors... I wouldn't have met them if I didn't go out and, you know, put positive vibes out there and become friends with them. So yeah, to the point they can coexist. I I do, I do agree that they can coexist, but Mm. I would always give the advice to like, make sure you have those, those few people there that you, you go to. Right. And I'm sure you're part of that circle as well. And, and here's the thing. And, and actually Shilpika and I were, I don't know where we, where we saw this. And, and if you can put in the comments, Shilps, um, where we saw this, that'll help. But it was essentially, how to how to differentiate between the people in your group that are toxic versus not toxic. Mm. And essentially you would go out and say, Hey, you know what? Rashan and I are starting up our uh, business training company. Mm. And you would look at the replies. You'd send that to your five closest, your, your trusted advisors and your five mm. closest friends. And mm. you look at the replies and if the replies come back that are super negative and not, you know, not supportive and asking you or not, they're not constructive, just, they're not constructive, then you know yeah. that that person kind of is going to lose that, that part in the yeah. trusted advisor circle. And then you look at your network and try to bring other people in, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 there's a lot of things that even a, even a simple gut feeling, sometimes they might be lying their ass off and it's coming through very genuine, but then there's, <laughs> there's something deep down you go, honestly, why doesn't it feel right? Like I'm hearing everything right. I'm, I'm seeing everything right just doesn't feel yeah. right. And you know what? Yep. Every single time I've refused to listen to my gut has, has gone the wrong way. <laughs> oh, and I think, you know, everyone has enough experience now where they can call out that bullshit. Right? Exactly. We can pretty much call yeah. out that bullshit and, and, and do what we want anyway. So um, how were your Instagram uh, replies? Because I got, I got quite a few that I want to talk to. Yeah. Um, one of them said that, um, oh, now I forgot. There was a, there was a few, I, I did a poll on firstly, do you identify yourself as an introvert or an extrovert? And it was a bit of a trick question because I figured most of the extroverts will be more likely to vote than the introverts. 
And because they actually say society is fairly divided equally with introverts and extroverts, but um, it was literally 80%, 80%, 82% of, I think, uh, were, were, were extroverts, and then the rest of them were introverts. And that's counting your your vote as well on that one. And um, Oh, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, um, I did put introvert. I did put introvert. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Um, that's the thing. It's... it's it's interesting because they're obviously more likely to free up, free up what they're going to do. But uh, one of the things that I asked was, "How do you network?" And um, and the questions that came back, the answers that came back were, uh, you know, going to conferences, going to business events, product launches. Um, yep. And but one of the he messaged me and asked me, going, "I want to know how else I can network." And that was that was pretty interesting. So. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask, I'm actually skipping my mind now with all, all, all the ones that um, <laughs> once came through. What, what about you? So I got quite a few, so I'll go through them now. Um, mm-hmm. So talk, talking to people is a good test for relationships, and I totally agree that I agree with that. If you can, so you can network well, and we talked about good networking being like a good date, you could probably hold mm. good relationships in your life. Yeah. Um, your network is your net worth. I know I've seen that on a few T-shirts, and I truly believe it. Um, people said, you know, how do you increase your network? They said, uh, commonality, mutual respect, mm-hmm. empathy, mm-hmm. and sympathy. Like, uh, yeah. like we mentioned before networking galas and events. Great. Uh, by design, which is, uh, what you, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, one friend said that they identify gaps and opportunities and don't be afraid to reach out to people because more often than not, you'll get a yes. And, you know, I have, I have something yeah. to say about that pretty soon. You have to make yourself love networking because the benefit that's come from it is almost endless. Like it literally is mm-hmm. endless on, on how many things happen. So yep. make sure you push through. It doesn't matter if you're an introvert or extrovert. I'm going to end it off with, with this, and it's something okay. that, I, that I read in, um, in Tim Ferriss' tool, Tools of Titans. And he was interviewing someone, and their advice was, and this is my challenge to everyone this week, is just go first. And just what that means okay. <laughs> is go first, try to network, mm-hmm. reach yeah. out to someone, um, say hello, make sure you're actually mm-hmm. going yeah. out and sending that message first. Just go first, say hello, reach out and, uh, and increase your network. Let's do this again next week, man. We'll, uh, we'll see you then. See ya.